I've heard police work is dangerous. It is. That's why I carry a big gun. Aren't you afraid it might go off accidentally? I used to have that problem. What did you do about it? I'll just think about baseball. Alrighty, you Dark Carousel podcast fans. It is now time for episode four. Today we have a special guest from the Great American Creep Show. His name is Scott Watkins. Scott, welcome. Hello, pulpit. Hello, pulpit. We got the accent today. So today's show, we got a little bit of everything to talk about. First, we are going to go over Scott. We're we're going to yeah. we're going to dissect him. <laughs> you going to well, go over me? Yeah, we're well, gonna, with a fine tooth comb. Well, definitely before we go to Scott, um, they make fine combs for pubes, you know. They do. Yeah. No shit. Okay. Fine. Cool. I'm down with that. Um, yeah. Fucking. We got two episodes on Spotify. Don't mind him today. We are having <laughs> shit tech difficulties. Our fucking system messed up. Everything's been wrecked. So no, just, and I've yeah, been having. Just, you know what? Yeah, turn your yeah, one shit more up. There, there. <laughs> there. No. No, but anyways, guys, we have two episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and also on Spotify and also Anchor, of course. Um, definitely go check that out and give us a share and a like. And tonight, we have Scott Watkins with us yeah. with the Great American Creep Show. And I got a question for you, though. Biggest question. You ever seen a grown man naked? No, but I'm over here looking at these half-naked females on your table, trying not to chub up. <laughs> Don't like my table. <laughs> this table's a collage, dude. It's just a little bit of everything. So. I got all the females on this end, though. Yeah, yeah they're everywhere. You got, you got, you got Heisenberg in D.C. <laughs> I got Marilyn Monroe and all these pinups. Well, dude, you should see the ones all over my uh, control panel over here. There, there's a, it's a whole getup of females. So, anyways, guys, um, Scott Watkins, he is the creator of Great American Creep Show. He He's been blowing the fuck up, and it's been it's been going nuts. It's nonstop for the past couple months, and he came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, and, and it, it wasn't no short fucking explosion, no small explosion. It came out like a fucking nuke. So, Scott, what is going on, my guy? Great American Creep Show. How's that going for you, buddy? It's um. It's going great. That's awesome. I don't. <laughs> it's I'm, going great. I don't really embellish too much on my successes. Um, you know, honestly, like I, I, I'm a vision guy. You know, like I, I have a vision, and uh, if if it's a vision that I believe in, I see it through, and I put everything I have in it, and that's what I did with this. Um, I kind of spared no expense. I uh, put myself in a little bit of debt that I'm now out of. Good job. Show's, awesome. show's awesome. paid for itself now. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I, so the whole thing kind of started with, um, I had the name great American creep show and I'm like, what am I going to do with this name? Cause it's a great fucking name. Yeah. That's a fantastic name. You know, what am I going to do with it? So originally I was going to start a band and call it great American creep show and be a horror themed band where we dress up as different like classic horror characters and oh you can still do play that pop songs and well i pitched it to a couple promoters and basically they were just like uh yeah that's great for a seasonal band and i'm like well fuck a seasonal band i'm not going to do all this work to play in september and october yeah, yeah. halloween is definitely not a seasonal thing guys it's right. a lifestyle well, well even not then, for us though, even then though that's still i like your idea though of dressing up as different characters yeah and going with it even if it's horror themed or whatever yes i like that and i think you should 
pursue that. Yeah. And, and I may, you know, I'm, and I may do that under the Great American Creep Show banner. And plus, I like the idea of you doing your own stuff, though. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the greatest thing about what you're doing. And, like, what, what, like, what got your show going? Like, what is your, what is your key thing about this show? So, so after I, ha- I had the name and, you know, the, th- the thing is, is like, Maybe I have an eccentric personality. I don't know. I make people laugh a lot when I'm in a comfortable situation, you know, and I can be myself. I, I guess I'm a pretty funny guy. I don't know. Maybe I have this I have this unique ability to be insulting but lovable <laughs> at I the love same you, time. But I hate you. Um you know, like a like a comic. Yeah. You know, like you 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 hate on people with uh, with love. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so so you know you get to know people and they know how your personality is. Um, so they know when you're coming at them and hitting them with all this shit, it's funny and they, you make them laugh. So you kind of earn respect and you gain people's respect. <clears throat> I don't know where the fuck I'm going with that, but anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, you know, these 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 are the same people. This is where I was going with it, by the way. These same people are the ones that are telling me, like, dude, you should start a podcast. Absolutely. And, uh, and I'm like, uh, why, why would I, well, you're funny, dude. You just make people laugh. And I'm like, well, it's a different world when you got a mic in your face and you hit record and it's like, go be funny. It doesn't work that way. No, oh man. dude. Oh, it does. You just gotta have the right people with you. <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta have the it's, right it's, people. It's the yeah. alley-oops dude. I'm telling you. Well, yeah, you got, you got, you have to have that camaraderie yep. between other people, which is why on my show I have multiple people, which you guys know you've been on them yep. before. Um, I have multiple people to kind of bounce off of. So anyway, I take this idea and I'm like, yeah, let's let's uh, let's do a podcast and call it Great American Creep Show, and we could talk about things that I am passionate about, and that is all things '80s and '90s nostalgia shit, uh, the toys that we used to play with, the cartoons that we used to watch, the video games that we used to play, wrestling, mm-hmm. fucking yes. hair metal, Some and, you know everything, and then obviously there's a there's a heavy horror undertone. The overtone. '80s is where like horror just like. <clears throat> It, it blew the fuck up, you know, and, and, and you were, you were asking the success of the show. Part of the success of the show is, uh, casting for me. Yeah. Knowing who to surround myself with so that I can be successful. Yeah. And then that's the best thing about just like having like really good friends in your life, because yeah. if you surround yourself by negativity, you ain't going to fucking go nowhere. But if you surround yourself around like positivity and people that are, succeeding in their lives eventually you're going to catch on and they're going to move forward and you're going to move forward also yeah and the guys on my show really are my childhood friends yeah and that's, the majority of them that's the best so thing. when people listen to the show the biggest compliment really we get is that you guys seem so uh just genuine and i'm like yeah that's because we're real life friends who grew up together so we're mean to each other we cuss at each other we call each other names <laughs> we do we do the dumbest shit uh, and I make fun of the guys on my show, but they make fun of me. But that's the best thing. Hey, I got to say something real quick. You got a booger hanging out your nose, and it's been staring at me. <laughs> I do? Yeah. Really? There you go. Yeah, there you go. I, I, I was going to wait, but I'm like, dude, this- have you ever seen the movie Cliffhanger? <laughs> <laughs> was it a big All right, one? You got it. You got it. You, yeah, was, was it a big one? Or? No, it was just staring at me. And I'm like, really? I think it snuck back I up in even, there. I couldn't even. That's the only thing I was it looking was at. It was mugging you. Was it like yeah. on the tip? No, it was just dangling on the side. It's hanging there, right? <laughs> yeah. So well, yeah, he, you got it. If he ain't got it, it went back up in there. <laughs> it's good. All right, but um, 
Yeah, that's uh, that's dark hair stuff for you. Um, so you got great friends. You know, your show is taken off super fucking well. Um, lots of research. Lots of fucking research. Mm-hmm. Lots that, of research. And hours that, and hours and hours on YouTube. How to grow your podcast. And, it's, um, and I tell you what, how you to know, grow your garden. When Sweets and I over here, when we started our podcast on Facebook. Um, we started with nothing. We started into we started on in a corner of this fucking basement, and it was just this tiny <laughs> with, ass table with a tiny table with some shitty mics with a shitty sound. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing, but that's where everybody starts, not knowing yeah. anything. And then when we started upgrading and start doing a lot of research and stuff, and then we start getting more followers and more followers and more followers, <laughs> it went great. But then what happened was when we. When we were going live on Facebook a lot, Facebook locks you down. Facebook is has a lot of restrictions, and, and they want money. They want your money, and it sucks so bad. Yes, cool. Yeah, we gave them more money, but here's the thing: they didn't do what they were supposed to do. I mean, when we go live, we we got fucked. Yeah, bad. And so I learned from being in you know playing in bands and and shit like that, um, and marketing our our music on uh, Facebook. I learned very quickly how they work and what's expected. So I didn't put any, any emphasis on Facebook whatsoever. I use Facebook's merely for a promotional tool. That is all like all of the magic of my show is just old school eighties vibe. Word of mouth, have your friends, tell a friend, check it out. If you like it, keep listening. If you don't, don't listen. I don't. <laughs> if you don't shit. chew big red, we'll fuck you. Yeah, yeah basically, I mean, it's it's just the old school flyer method, you know, from the eighties. Uh, and you know, we use Facebook. <clears throat> our Facebook numbers does not reflect our Spotify and Apple and Google listens. It just doesn't. You know, we've got maybe four hundred followers on Facebook, and average, you know, I don't know, somewhere in the thousands per per episode. On, on Spotify per, and per stuff. Per week or some shit. See, I that's, don't know. that's great. You know, so it's, it's you know, one's not indicative of the other. Right. Yeah, and I, I've learned when it comes to, um, you know, promoting yourself out there, you're basically just doing self-promotion always. <laughs> and that's the key thing with, like, if you want to start something, it, it all comes to self-promotion. The only reason I haven't, like, fully booted Facebook is because, like he said, it's not a bad thing necessarily for promoting so it's good to kind of have a little bit of everything. You have Facebook, you have Spotify, you have Anchor, you have Google, you have Apple. You have all these different things out there mm-hmm. to try to get your shit out there to people. And hopefully, yeah, it's basically, it, only take, it only takes one person. It does. It takes one person to see something <clears throat> extravagant, extravagant, extravagant. Oh, my fuck you. Yeah, you see something great that's happening, and then you have all these poles in the water. Eventually, one person's going to grab it. Yeah. And that's the greatest thing about it. But, and then, so when. <laughs> My pole's been in the water for so a So, how long has Great American Creep Show been going on now? Uh, January 7th was our first episode. Awesome. So, we are almost four months in with it. Yeah. Yep. So, about four months. And then, what episode number are you on? We are on season two, episode, coming up on episode three. So now, that's see, that's another thing, too. Me and him were talking about episodes. this. How many episodes do you like to do per season? Because everybody does something <laughs> no different. No idea. Because some, like some <laughs> TV shows, some will do season one as yeah. a, like a teaser. They'll do six episodes. But then the second one season, they'll go fucking nine. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean. I, you know, I, I have no idea, man. So. I just, I was, well, here. here well, what's here your cutoff was, point, then? What made you go to season two already? Well, I'll tell you. What made me go to season two was. <laughs> 
So season, season one, I, t- I told the guys, I'm like, let's have realistic expectations with this. Let's do the first however many episodes, 10 to 15 episodes with no realistic expectations expectations mm-hmm. let's just do this because we love to do it and let's get together once a week let's hang out you like i said you guys have done it you've been to my house yep. you, you you know what we do uh it's it was more about getting together hanging out with buddies and just shooting the shit laughing and having fun and acting like we were 12 again yeah right absolutely i'm like let's do the first 10 to 15 episodes that way <clears throat> to get people we interested don't, we don't check the numbers we don't give a fuck about any of that shit let's just listen let's just let's just have fun and whoever listens, listens. Yep. Let's don't worry about it. So we did that uh, for 12 episodes. And then it wasn't till, you know, I, I interviewed uh, Deborah Voorhees, who um, had a pretty big role in Friday the 13th Part 5. There you go. So that was kind of like my first celebrity interview. Cool. And it went great. And, you know, when you do something like that and it goes great, word of mouth tends to travel a little bit. So immediately after that, I got C.J. Graham, who played uh, Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th. Which is fucking six. fantastic. Jason lives. Uh, so I was like, there's no better start to season two, right? Mm-hmm. So season one basically was just amateur. It was us learning the ropes and figuring shit out and making connections and getting to know people, figuring out our niche. You know, that was a big thing, too. And then we got CJ Graham and I'm like, let's make CJ Graham episode, the beginning of season two. And this could be where the show really starts to buckle down and we focus. Obviously we want to continue to have fun and do what we're doing because that's what people love about the show, but let's focus. Let's take it serious. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's make this for real. and, And that's the best thing about like just starting a podcast, you know, once you find your niche and once you get it going and you start getting that fan base and, I know. I remember you always telling me, "Don't worry about your numbers ever. Just yeah. fucking send it. Just keep going. Have fun with it. Always continue to move forward, even if people don't like you. Fucking keep going. Because honestly, you <laughs> yes. want you want people to hate you. Because guess what? If they hate you, that means they listen to you. Well, hate hate and love is is really just kind of a, an equal response. Yeah, and you honestly it's still you gotta, a response. You got to have that in your life. Yeah, but as long as we've been doing this now, three fucking years. When have we ever gave a shit? <laughs> I don't know. We've we just, never. We just come down here and get on it. And if people want to listen, great. If not, there's like what? We've done Facebook shit. We've had like two people watching. Yeah. Fuck it. I but, mean. you know, at the end of the day, man, it's it's the same theory that, that I use in a band. You know, it doesn't matter if you're playing in front of, and it sounds hokey because everybody says it, but it's true. It doesn't matter if there's five people there or 5,000. I've done them both. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> because when you're on the stage, you're doing what you love to do. And you're with your boys, and you're having fun. So, all the other people, all the hoopla, all the all the bullshit that comes with it. Oh, you did this. You had this guy. You got this many viewers and listeners, and all that. That's all fucking hoopla. Who gives a shit? Right. Yeah. If you're no, having fun on the journey, like I tell my guys, like the journey is the fun part. Getting together, talking about what we're going to talk about, shooting the episode, laughing and having fun. That is the journey. That is the fun part. Once it's released to the public, I don't give a fuck about it anymore. Yeah, absolutely. If something goes viral, I won't even know because I don't pay attention to that shit because that episode is done. It's behind me. It's on to the next one. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And um, you went to Horror Hound um, last weekend or the weekend before? Yeah. And uh, yeah, how did that go? 
So Horrorhound is is an example of step two. Where, in, where uh, is Horrorhound? It's in Sharonville, Cincinnati. Cool. So Horrorhound is an example of step two and how to grow your podcast. Okay. Step one is learning the have your niche, whatever your niche is, figure it out. Right. Step two is lean on people that you know who may have connections. Right. So Deborah Voorhees, CJ Graham, Horrorhound. This is leaning on people that I know right. to help me out. Yeah. Believe in my product. Um, so one of the guys that's on my show, Aaron, he is a co-owner of Horrorhound. And I mentioned to him, hey, would we, you know, would it be possible to get the show at Horrorhound? Even if it's the smallest of things, can we just get the show there and put the banner in front of people's faces? Yeah. So people can, you know, see the banner and just see us sitting around shooting a podcast talking about Horrorhound. And, uh, you know, he worked his magic and he got me there. That's awesome. You know, long story short, he worked his magic, got me there. And then getting me there turned into, you know, interviewing Ruby Soho, who's a WWF, AEW professional wrestler, and Mark Dacascos. I can never say his name. Mark Dacascos, who was in Hawaii Five O, John Wick, yep. all these movies. He's a fight coordinator and all this other shit. It turned into me getting those interviews as well. Now, now I saw the picture of you guys taking a picture with him. Yeah. How many people was in that room? You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, was a, it was it was a lot. I would say um, conservatively eight hundred. Yeah, that's that's a lot of lot of people. Like guys, if you guys want to see that picture, <laughs> go to Great American Creep Show on Facebook, and you will see that photo. And is everybody's taking a picture with the Great American Creep Show? And it's 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 a badass little photo. And um, yeah, man, like and that. Well, that's again. This comes from uh, this comes from being smart and um, not to toot my own horn, but. I'm smart when it comes to marketing and uh, learning how to put yourself out there. You know, I seen an opportunity and I took it. No yeah. one has ever taken a picture with a crowd before at Horrorhound. No shit. But no, they haven't because no one thinks about it. Um, however, I have a product to push and I have experience playing music in a band. And, yeah. and any band, any band ever in the history of ever, if you play a big show in front of a lot of people, you take a picture of that shit. Yeah, and it's because a, you need evidence to show that you was in front of that many people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, really, that's all that is. It's a it's a marketing technique. See, that's 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 an amazing thing about it. And would you ever ever expect on January seventh you would be where you're at right now? I did expect it because I know me. I don't fucking <laughs> well, fuck I yeah. Know. That's that's the me. See, that's the best thing about just being you. I mean, I mean, just being anybody like. If you if you think you can do it and you actually do it, you don't. You, it's not like a pat on the shoulder shoulder kind of thing. You just continue to upgrade yourself and keep going. Well, I know me. I know my work ethic, and I know when I'm passionate about something, I'm going to do it. That's awesome. It's shown through in every band that I've ever been in. It's shown through in any project that I've ever done. It's shown through in any costume that I've ever built. I'm not being arrogant. I'm just saying. It, that's the truth. Yeah, I you know, mean, and I've I've worked my ass off to get that reputation. Yeah, I mean that's know? that's the beauty behind it. And you uh, also did um, you made uh, you you and your girlfriend make uh, tumblers, right? Yeah, I just took a drink out of one of them. <laughs> but you explain those tumblers, man. They're actually fucking amazing. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, you know, and she the tumbler thing is is eighty percent her, twenty percent me. Um. And the, the whole idea behind the tumblers came from, you know, over the last three or four years, we've been collecting these horror tumblers that we buy on Etsy and, you know, spending 
anywhere from, you know, 50 to $70 a piece for these cups. Um, and my girlfriend doesn't have a fucking hobby at all. She does now. And I've got like seven. And I'm like, bitch, you need a hobby. It needs to fucking change. <laughs> and so, no, I love my girlfriend. But I'm like, um, we could do these cups, dude. We can make them better than what we're buying. I know we can. Yeah. You know, again, it's part of that vision, you know. And uh, so I told her that we should start doing them. <clears throat> she really liked the idea of doing them. So, again, we hit My bad. we hit the YouTube to learn <clears throat> how to. So we trained ourselves how to make these cups in less than a month because we had we were going to Whorehound and we were like, fuck, let's just sell them at Whorehound. Um, so in less than 30 days, we taught ourselves how to make them and we made 100 of them. And then we sold out of all of them in eight hours. And that and I that's Jesus Christ, yeah, guys! You guys, you guys need to see these 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 tumblers. Well, they um, can go to Great American Creep Show tumblers on Facebook on Facebook, yeah, and see we have pictures and videos of all of the cups, and we are taking orders for the public. And how big are the cups? They are thirty ounces. Thirty ounces. Thirty, 30 ounces. Of put, you can put whatever you want in yeah. there, but just nothing yeah. hot. Thirty. Don't put, thirty pounces of love. Yeah, no, you can you can put hot stuff in them. Oh, can you? Yeah, you just can't. You can't, like you can't put them in the dishwasher. You can't put them in the microwave and shit like that. You gotta you know hand wash them. But yeah, they hold hot shit, cold shit, regular shit. You can put a big old fucking dick in there if you want. A big old what dick. Up? It's a flashlight. Great American <laughs> creep show flashlight. There you go. He's got you another product. Great American dick show. <laughs> I'm Scotty D and I got a white dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. I'm Scotty Uh-oh. D and I got a white dick. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, so who was the guy that you... Oh, God. Now, who was the guy that you interviewed at Whorehound? The big one? What was his name? Uh, Mark DeCascos. He was in The Crow, wasn't he? He was in the series The Crow. The Crow, yeah. 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 So did you know that um, uh, Bill Skazgar is going to be the upcoming Crow? I didn't know that until like five minutes ago yeah, when you told me. It's fucking crazy. I, I don't didn't know. even know there was a show or a movie coming out. Yeah, I honestly, I've always been a big fan of uh, Brandon Lee and... The crow was, I don't know. The crow was like, but I know I know it was before the Matrix, but everybody dressed up like the crow. I I, I feel like that, yeah. that that was going on. Even Sting. Even Sting. Yeah. Sting has always been. Oh, I love Sting so much. But what you what was your guys' point of view on the crow? The the original the, one. The original the original one. one. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's hard to not like the crow. Like, see, I'm not like a crow fanatic. Like right, a lot of people no, are. I'm not either. It wasn't a horror movie. No, <clears throat> but it was a dark movie, and it had a dark premise. And yep. Brandon Lee murdered that role. Yeah, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> and um, I, I, I <laughs> there, 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 there's your, there's your line. <laughs> um, I feel like um, it. There's some movies that just don't need to be <clears throat> fucked with. No. No, regardless of who. Well, doing they it. even after he died, they tried to make that other one. I forgot the title of it. Sin City. It's not Angel. Sin City, Angel. Uh, yeah. Angel something. Yeah, that they came out with a second one trying to bring it. I'm like you. Certain films, one and City, done. It was the Crow's uh, City of Angels. Yeah, just one and Vincent done. Vincent Perez. Let's let's not keep <clears throat> dragging shit through the mud. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> Bill Skarsgård was in Pennywise. This is what he's known for, honestly. Before we even get to Pennywise. I know, but see, when you look at him, though, and you said he's going to do the crow, there is it no, just doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't, but for some reason, he has like the like the same structure face 
Not when he smiles. But no, but I don't know because like Bill Skarsgård is, and he's a damn good actor, especially when he plays. Now, if I see that show, only thing I want to hear is run, 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 run. Yeah. So <laughs> no, I don't know. Like, um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm looking forward to it. I don't. Yeah. I want to. He was in Hemlock Grove. And yeah. Murdered that. Um, and I got some. Yeah, Deadpool two. Yeah. Oh, he was the um. What was he the uh? What the who was he? I know Brad Pitt was randomly in it. <laughs> that was fucking. That was the best. That was amazing. Um, who the fuck? Oh, he, he died played, instantly. He played. He played the uh, the kid, the guy that had the acid uh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, but he's gonna play the crow, and I. It's just one of those things where you're just like, okay, let, let's see where it goes. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it probably won't come out until like next year, but that's that's pretty cool. Um, so speaking of Bill on Skazgar. Pennywise, you know it. You know, Bill, the, did you say Bill on Skazgard? <laughs> He's on it. Mean, he dude? is on it. <laughs> hey, look. Dude. Hey, look. Just hey. I've had diarrhea. Just. I've been. I've. I've had diarrhea for the past couple of days, man, and that shit is brewing and it is bad. <laughs> Shut the fuck I'm, up. I'm. Yeah, it's it's stuttering, stuttering Stanley over here. <laughs> Let's uh. So are we getting? What are yeah, we getting into? Yeah, it? We're, we're yeah we're going on it. You know the classic, Tim Curry, and then obviously the Bill Skarsgård. Tim, um, you guys, you guys are. Tim brought the humor to it. He had a lot of so-called yeah. puns. He brought the fear into it too, because it's the it's the classic clown look that for, a lot of people, for the time period when it came out. Yes, he brought a scariness to it, but when you compare it to the new one, it's nothing. It, they don't compare. No, well, I mean, I try not to compare it like that because it's like the technology is yeah, way not, advanced, and I, and I understand that. And yes, and if I want to put it down, the newest one is a lot better. Yes, but if I'm looking at it as like a horror aspect, the original is so terrifying because it's so simple. I thought it was funny. No, it, it, there were some funny parts I didn't, in the movie. I didn't, I didn't, even as a kid, when it you know, growing up, I never thought of it as a scary movie. I thought it was more humorous to me. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's kind of <clears> like <throat> uh, you know, Chucky with Bride of Chucky. That was not scary at all. That was a humorous film to me. It didn't. I mean, yes, it's t- technically horror because of the <clears> kills, but I didn't think that was. A see, horror I movie. was only afraid of Child's Play one and two, and then once. They started getting into like introducing like Tiff and all yeah. that shit. That's when it started getting going the humor route, the humor route, and then like the the seed of well, Chucky. That was fucking hilarious. Again, Stephen King is a genius. I want genius is not the word for it. Well, <clears throat> again, when he comes up with some stuff, he comes up with some. stuff. He's like the Stephen Hawking of horror. Yeah. Well, when he did, <laughs> when he did that, so, so his original good. script on that, from what I heard. I don't know how true this. Maybe Scott might be able to go a little bit more in this. I heard Tim Curry wasn't even the original guy he wanted for that. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't Honestly, know either. I, I heard down again. <clears throat> that's just shit that you see online. I've heard rumors over the years and seen shit online. I don't know how true that is. I heard he had other people, but I when I heard when Tim came in and did it, his facial expressions and some of the stuff that he said when he was reading some of the script, it just okay. I mean, it was like when Tim Curry played in a uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. That movie was the most. <laughs> str- it was a strange movie in a musical, yeah. 
But dude, his facial features are phenomenal. Well, Tim Curry's a god. I yeah. yes, he is, and God rest how his do, soul. How do you describe his mouth? It, it, that thing's beautiful. It can he can stretch <laughs> his face so big, um, like his mouth itself. He can open it so wide. Tim Curry, in my opinion, Tim Curry is one of those people who who doesn't come along very often. I know who, who transcends. And he's, pl- he's played in every like type of genre movie yeah. you can think of. Well, that's what I'm Family, saying. Family horror action. I mean, he's done it all. He watching him go from, um, Clue. you know, Pennywise mm-hmm. to clue, yeah. you know, and, and just go from this <laughs> super home scary, alone too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? I mean, he's done it all. He's that's why I'm saying like Tim Curry transcends movies. Mm hmm. Yeah, he's on. He's just on a different level, dude. And then he was in Legend. Yeah, I mean, goddamn. Yeah, I mean, the, the guy is. And, and it sucks. you are a legend, he, sir. He, he had a stroke, didn't he? Is that what happened? Yeah, health wise, yeah. And I, I heard that he is going to be at a convention. I mean, I don't know how that's going to go for him, but I heard that he's going to be at a convention. I'm like, I want to fucking go to that so bad because I'm pretty sure Tim Curry's dead. No, he's still alive, and has been dead for quite a while. No, he's still alive. He's in a wheelchair now, unfortunately. But yeah, he's he's still alive. Yeah, Google that shit, because I'm yeah. curious, too, because I'm like him. I seen the thing just the other day that he was, like, in a wheelchair, and he's, like, bad. But then, also, I've heard things that he was dead. So, let's clarify this right now. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, that would be huge if he was dead. Right now, folks, you're going to get your facts straight right here on Dark Carousel Podcast. Maybe not. Maybe not. I thought he passed away. No, nah, he's he's still kicking, guys. And I'm, I'm happy he's still kicking. He ain't doing any, any more movies, because he's he can't at all, and it sucks. But it is what it is, everybody grows old and everybody dies eventually. What else you got on your list there? Today? Well, I'm I'm still on this whole Stephen King thing, man. I mean, when you on Stephen King or you on it? Well, I'm still on it for a second. When it comes to like clowns, you know, Mr. Sweets and I, we we enjoy clowns. Honestly, clowns are not my favorite. Honestly, I I I love clowns. Well, fuck you, you're not part of my thing no more. <laughs> It's our thing. I'm not. I don't like you. It's anymore. ours. <laughs> I, I, am a, I am a clown. Get over it. No, but like clowns are. I don't know. I've never been a big fan of clowns. I've always been a big fan of like vampires and shit. I've loved vampires. Well, good. I hope one bites you in the dick. <laughs> Vampire dick. Um. No, but um. Do you guys think uh, clowns are scary? Um. In in well, any form. Well, hold on. Bef- you got one staring we, at you in the face. We, before we get to that. Um, a little movie trivia for you, and I, you're not going to know this, but Uh-oh. you should. Do you know who directed it? The first one, the, the f- original. The first one mm-hmm. that directed it? Yeah. I mean, I know Stephen King wrote it, but I don't... Well, Stephen King wrote the book. Yeah, yeah. I know he wrote this the book. Where, this is where people get confused. He wrote the book. So the 19... I believe it was 1990 when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't really a reflection of the book, like at all. Mm-hmm. And this is why the new It... Was so phenomenal. So, so many people say it's so much better than the original. Yeah. Because it is, it is a reflection of the book. Like I've read the book, cover to cover, and the new one is is a, is a great reflection of the book. Where the first one, I I personally didn't feel. But anyway, do you know who directed the first one? Mm. You're gonna shit. Uh, Steven, Steven Spielberg. No, no. no. Or let me. <laughs> Tim Burton. It was a guy by the name of Tommy Lee Wallace. Do you know who Tommy Lee Wallace is? No, mm. I do not. I mean, that's just me being honest. I do okay. not. Well, Tommy Lee Wallace is the guy who created. The original Michael Myers mask. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Isn't that ironic? <laughs> he also directed Halloween 3. No shit. Tommy Lee Wallace, yeah. Tommy Lee Wallace is the guy, of, you heard the story about on the original Halloween set when the guy went to the store, the store and, and got and shit. the mask. Yeah, that, that that's was Tommy him. Lee Wallace that no did shit. that. Yeah. 
Was that that guy we were watching on YouTube that one night, Travis? And he was talking about how he went and spray painted that motherfucker. Yeah, that was that was so the him. that was the guy that created. And then everybody, and the, everybody, and their uncle tried to recreate that. Um, the vid- so the video you watched is probably was Tommy that, Lee Wallace with Sean. Him? Yeah. Sean and Sean, I know from horror. Well, this dude was old as fuck, and he was talking about how when they were on set, they like literally. This is the true story. He supposedly they couldn't find shit, and they got aggravated. He they grabbed would, three masks. Yeah, and like they picked, and then, yeah, that's him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he literally, he said he took a can of white spray paint and just cut the eyes <laughs> out, cut the sideburns yeah, off, misted this bitch, and said done. That's, that's Tommy Lee Wallace in that video. Yeah, and he's shooting that video with Sean. Yeah, who is the agent. For the, uh, he's the uh, con representation for these celebrities, so that's why Sean. See, but now, now that right there. But this was just this past weekend. So Tommy was there. We go back to '78. Well, technically, it was like '70, '77 when they made it. Probably, I don't know. But you go back then, and just to think, and we we always talk about this: a person like that that was technically a nobody. Took, took a a Kurt mask, created an iconic character around the fucking world well, for, and no one would have ever believe. No, it. and that's the thing. And, and he even said that he didn't even think it was going to go. And anywhere. that's the that's the thing about like just w- what you do in your life. There's always a purpose, and like that's one thing. Like I always like try to fill my head with like motivational quotes and shit because he even thought it was going to be a one and done thing. And like the the and thing is, up. and it's like what you're doing and what we're doing. Five to ten years from now, we don't know where the fuck we're going to be at. If you keep going. It, but it, exactly. <laughs> if you keep going and you set a goal and you get there, there's I'm always going to be. I'm going to be on a mantle. Persistence <laughs> is key. <laughs> with a, with an urn. <laughs> You're going to be next to my mom. Yeah. That's fucked. Um, no, but that's what that's the cool thing about it. And like that's why I, I enjoy life so much because the experience that we go through and we don't ever know what happens next. That's why we need to travel more, yeah. so we can keep adding to this shit. Well, and we are, and that's and that's the beauty behind it. So that's so you, the problem with gotta, the job. You got to realize though, like when these guys were shooting this movie Halloween on a three hundred thousand dollar budget, yeah. none of them were a big deal yeah. at the time. <clears throat> they were basically a bunch of kids doing essentially what we're all doing right now, and yeah. that is just putting our best effort out there, and then people liked it. Well, and, and on a side note, that with that being said, back then technology was limited. With now, with all the technology, do you think that's easier or harder to make it with all the technology now? Because now well, anybody harder. can do it. It's definitely no, no, no. It's no. It's, it's it's actually anybody can't do it. It's way harder now. So to just to get on a movie set, knowing somebody is yeah. not enough. Like you have, you know, you got to have a master's degree in pu- yeah. computer science. You got to do this. You got to do this mm. just to be the fucking water boy on a movie set. Where in '78. You know, Tommy Wallace was a friend of John Carpenter, yeah. as was Nick Castle. Nick Castle was a guy that was just fucking hanging out. Yeah. He wasn't even supposed to be in the movie. He was just there hanging out. Well, and that's the thing, though. With technology, though, it's so easy for people just to go out and start doing their own shit now. Well, yeah, as far as doing but it's your harder, own shit. it's harder to... But the a lot of people don't realize it's like... Everybody wants to always be the next big thing. And that's always... Like, it's a competition, even though it's not physically a competition, yeah. you're always trying to be the best. Like, dude, if you want to be the best, be the best. Don't act like the best. Just be the fucking best. Well, yeah. the the mentality. See, this is and this is where this generation breakdown is for me, and because I'm 45 now, 
uh, this generation breakdown is this, this younger generation wants instant success with the TikToks and all the fucking shit, whatever. Um, don't, don't you, you can just be your best. Yeah. You know, do just do you and have fun doing it. And if you stay persistent long enough and the, and the material is good, it will eventually blow up. And and that's the thing with like, like TikTok and all they, they make these viral videos. A viral video will probably last maybe two months and then on to the next. Yeah. And that's, and that's the hardest thing about becoming, you know, big. where's, where's the fucking, where's the fat kid with the lightsaber? Who knows? <laughs> who gives a fuck? <laughs> What's his name? I don't know. Where's the guy who gave the fucking cat a bath or where's the Charlie yeah. bit my finger kid? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. It's, it's fucking, it's, um, there's no, there's no fucking meat and potatoes there. There's no substance. So like, yeah, you got I hot like for a second, but who gives a shit? Fucking send it. I like it. <laughs> Bring the fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, that, but that's it, man. Like, and that's, that's why it's just so hard for a lot of people to just, if they want to be something, don't be a try hard. Just do you and be yourself. Kids, listen to me. <laughs> All right. Coming to you as an elder here. Why do I sound like I'm trying to sound sexy? I'm really not. I'm just. I'm an old man. I'm all hugged up on this microphone, trying to get my fucking face around it. And shit. You can turn. Um, it. Listen to me, kids. <laughs> Find something that you're passionate about, and just do it. That's do all. It. That's really. I mean, that is it. Find yeah. something that you're passionate about. Stay passionate about it, and do it. And get good at it. Yeah. It's you're not gonna be good at it at first. You're gonna suck. Yep. I'd sucked. I sucked at guitar when I first picked it up. I sucked at drums when I first played them. I sucked at bass when I first played them. I didn't have a clue how to be a fucking lead front man, but I kept going. Yep. I didn't know how to start a podcast, but it I did it. Takes time. You like literally I like it. I but like every time you pick an instrument up, I just wanna like say, you know what, I'm not playing no more. Because it's like you touch it, and it's like, man, this sucks, man. But dude, it, it, I mean, it's I've spent my entire life playing music. You can spin that whole around. Can I? Yeah, just grab it and turn it. This motherfucker. Just grab the whole thing. Yeah, spin it for him. There you oh, go. Like now, now you can tilt it back up. Yeah, and then tilt it up. Okay, there no, we that, go. There's a knob. No, right. The other, well, you can do that, or you can actually adjust the elbow. Nah, we good right there. There you go. Shit. Try now, that. <laughs> now I feel like I'm really on the air. So, but yeah, I mean... I mean, we're slowly getting off my thing here, but yeah, music, I love it, and as you can see behind us, I mean, I got all the instruments hanging, and I love collecting it, I love just goofing around, but like guitar, I cannot play a pick, the pick, I have to feel with my fingers, that's why I jump to bass, and when I play bass, I know practice makes perfect, but it just, for some reason, it's just like, every time I think I got something going, it's just like, nope, that ain't it. Yeah, and like, speaking of music, um... You, you you used to play in well I know you still currently play in a band. Are you still doing that, man? Um or is that Yeah, I mean so, or is that on a break? Well, I mean it's a business is what it is. It's a business. <clears throat> when you again when you when you get a little older your perspective on things changes. When you're when you're a kid, you're like, "Oh, I'm in a band and I want to jam with my buddies or whatever." Uh now both of my bands have just essentially kind of turned into a business where uh, it's a business arrangement with the the guys in the band and the clubs and the venues and things like that. So I'm never not in a band, 
but I'm also not in a band. I, I still I still think option three, you need to create that one, man, just yeah. where you dress up and just go. I yeah, answered that like a politician, didn't I? A yeah. little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's all right. We went, we went with it. Yeah, motherfucker, I'm in a band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Band stuff. I'm in yeah. American yeah, band. Yeah, we're still, we, you know, we're still, we don't, we don't actively practice and we're not learning new songs or anything like that. But we're like uh, we're like Voltron. So you know when the bad guy comes or the venue comes a hollering, we're like Voltron unite, and we all get together and we go. Play <laughs> and it just and, comes together, you know. And th- and this is where professionalism has a lot to do with it, where you act like you've done it before, and you don't let the fans know, you don't let the promoter know, you don't let the sound guy know that you haven't been on a stage together or even been in the same room yeah. in six months. I don't know. It just it keeps coming back to me when you told me that you were thinking about. No, creating something new. You really want to be in this band, don't that, you? That sounds awesome. I mean, I'm down to, you know me, I'm down to dress up and I will fucking do a backflip off the stage and land on my neck if I have to. Please, we, please don't do that. I'm ready to do some crazy shit, you know? Big crowds bother him. No. He's shy as fuck with that shit. He is. No. Yes, because he no. forgets I was there with him for most of the shit. Well, you would have shit your pants last weekend. Me? In the room. No, I'm not that bad. I, me, I'm more the fucking merrier. I love big people. I love acting a fool, and I'll do I like some big people, shit. too. I like skinny people. <laughs> I like skinny people. I like all Well, you people. know what I'm saying? I, I like bigger crowds. That stuff is awesome. That's oh, I'm just, not, I'm not, I love it. Okay, I'm not a... I'm not saying I am a shy person. When I first... When we did the whole Land of Illusion bullshit... We went up on there with not knowing what to fucking do. I mean, I was with this kid, and we didn't know what to do. Yeah, but he would go out and well, send it. You would, like, sit back kind well, of Well, that is because the, the first time we did it, I just found out, like, one of my best <laughs> friends just died. Just right fucking there. I was a ball full of emotions, and then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, you're alive. Oh, fuck. That's when I was like, okay, what do I need to think? What do I, what do I say? So I kept my mouth shut. That's called being a uh, professional, man. Man, fuck you guys. Being a professional. That's, bro, that's when you get in the entertainment world, man, it's look, when we when we did our our panel with Ruby and Mark, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know shit from Shiola about either one of those because I don't watch wrestling anymore, so I didn't even know who she was. Um I did just a tiny bit of research. I you know, just enough to let me know that she wrestled here, she wrestled there, and this is where she's at now. Yeah. Mark DeCascos, I seen that he was in John Wick and yeah. I seen that he played whatever. And I wasn't too worried about it because I'm like, <clears throat> usually these panels are pretty small, yeah. you know, unless you're, you know, part of like the big movie, you know, then, you know, 20, 30 people. So myself and none of my guys were really sweating it. We were just like, eh, whatever. Oh, yeah. We'll just go for it. You know, <laughs> we'll just get up there. Like you got, like Steve tells me or Mr. Sorry. No, no that's all right. Mm-hmm. No, that's you okay. Edit, edit that out. Nah, we don't edit. We just, we just send it. Um, so Mr. Sweets, you know, was telling me like, yeah, we just get together and we just talk, you know, fuck it. Let's just go. Right. Well, that's kind of what our mentality was for yeah. this specific thing. Usually I don't run my show that way, but for that yeah. specific thing, it was like, um, yeah, fuck it. Let's just do it. Now I've, as we've established, I've played music for a long time. So being in front of a thousand people ain't shit to me. Mm-hmm. And you know, the DJ for my Limp Biscuit band, he, he was on the panel with us. So it ain't shit to him either. You know, we're two out of four people that are up there. That now, how are the other guys? Huh? How are the other guys? They were fucked. <laughs> they were fucked. Some people just can't do crowds. I mean, well, no, 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 no. In, in their in their fairness, like I said, we was expecting. They was expecting like ten people. I was expecting at least thirty. Yeah. But they opened the door and people kept coming just in. Poured in. People started pouring in. I'm like, well, there's thirty right there. Yep. 
and the door ain't even been open 15 seconds and there's 30 people in here. How many? And it just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. And then I'm looking at my guy. I looked over like I was a little worked up too. like shit. I'm not ready for this. I, I don't care about the crowd, but I was like, I'm not prepared for this type of show. You just got to fucking send it big of a show. Send it. I look over at, at Kent who has an awesome podcast called true crime Kent. Uh, and you want to talk about a guy that's crushing it. I mean, this guy's got 60, 70, 100,000 listeners a week. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, so anyway, I look over at him, dude, and he is a ball of emotions. <laughs> and he's he's from Kentucky, so he's got this southern accent or whatever. And he looks up at me, and he's like, I'm having an anxiety attack. <laughs> <laughs> he is glazed the fuck over. And Kevin is, you know, he's kind of like my right-hand man on the show. <laughs> and he's, he was fucking lost. And I'm like, well, this is a real fucking shit or get off the pot situation for me as the host the owner either it's gonna make you or break you so you know and this is why i'm saying like with professionalism you just gotta dig down and find it and uh, get over those process those nerves have them be okay with them and then move the fuck on now i know with like one thing with myself like when if i if i was in a situation like that i would have a mental breakdown for a second i'd be like all right but here's the thing I'm not the person that pushes forward first. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> you gotta be though. No, uh, no, I, exactly. I fucking I'm. I take off and hit the gas pedal. We're gone. But I, hold on. But I'm not like that no more. This crotch rocket ain't got a seatbelt. <laughs> if but if you're gonna do this type of work, no, exactly. But you, I, I you have to be when it. Now don't be wrong. I'll give him credit when I get the fucking shit rolling. When he is nervous, he'll follow behind me and he'll he'll eventually get in and he catches up and we're fine. Now, now, like, if it was, like, four or five years ago, you wouldn't see me do this at all, uh, at all. But it's, like, with haunting and shit, like, when I first started doing haunting and stuff, I was a nervous wreck. Here I am, 14 years old, not knowing anything at all on what to fucking do. This is when I was working at Chambers of Horror, and I didn't know what the hell to do. But when I went to Land of Illusion, went from, we talked about this on the last show, um, when I transferred from Chambers of Horror of... Max once one night out of the year, five hundred people. Yeah, and then go to Land of Illusion to <laughs> five hundred an hour. Five hundred <laughs> an hour, about two to three thousand people <laughs> right. a night. It was a huge fucking thing. But yeah. that's not where it started. Where it started was when I started roaming with um, Sparky at the time. We were, I was a nervous wreck. He has already done that shit. He's traveled. He's seen all these people. I've never done any of this before. It took me a long ass time to finally break myself. Yeah. Well, you want to hang with the big dogs. And then you once, be ready to play. And then once I actually started to realize, like, dude, who gives a fuck what people think about you and just do it? And I'll yeah. do it. And I did it. And it's the same thing <laughs> when I did it at uh, the incarceration concert. Um, you know, here we are in front of 70,000 people and the whole fucking weekend I'm thinking I need to get in this crowd and I need a mosh pit and I need a fucking, I need a crowd surf. I need to do it at least one fucking time while I'm here because I'm not going to sit here and not have a fucking story. So I'm like, I waited until Sunday. I I should have done it. I got drunk Friday and Saturday. I just, I, I wanted to enjoy the show and plus I wanted to see Mudvayne and I didn't want to leave my spot. But Sunday was the day where it was just relaxing, chill. Again, there were still 70,000 people. So I remember when um, Rage War came on, and I looked at Sweets over here, and I was just like, I thought about it, and I thought about it, and I kept thinking about it, and I looked at him like, dude, it's time. It is time to fucking, I need to get in this crowd. So I left the VIP section, 
And I bond rushed through these fucking people. And I didn't know what to fucking do. I've never, I mean, I've crowd surfed before. The first time I ever crowd surfed was at a corn concert in Detroit. But that was literally, I didn't want to, but this big ass six foot seven dude, he says, hey, you're going up next. What do you mean? He, he, I didn't even have a choice. He basically manhandled me and threw me on this crowd. And then that was my first experience of crowd surfing. But this one was... Did you love it? Oh, fuck yeah. Because Jonathan Davis was right in front of my fucking face. I loved every moment. But I've never actually just done it myself. So I finally got enough courage. I I got into that crowd. I bummed rushed. I had to crawl into people's feet. Well, I ended up in a mosh pit of like a circle of fucking death. And I'm like, okay, so let's get in this real quick. So I was in it just for a few seconds. I got pushed out of it. I said, all right, fuck you. And then I remember... I didn't know how to get up. That was my biggest thing. I didn't know how to get up there. And I'm sitting here like, what do I do? Well, this person randomly came, tapped me on my shoulder and said, send me up. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to fucking send you up. So we send him up. And then I looked at the dude next to me and I said, hey, send me up. And he's like, all right, bet. So as I'm getting sent up, I'm, I go up and I go down. I shoot right to the fucking ground. They're like, get this motherfucker up and get his ass up. Let's fucking go. There was a lot of fucking like screaming and, and shit. And I'm in the VIP area trying to fucking record this shit with my phone and he disappears. And I'm like, oh, so sweet. I fell. I got back up. They threw me back up. I'm having a time in my life. And I remember I was like this. I was throwing my hands up and stuff. Well, I ended up turning around on my belly and some dude went, wheel. Yeah, black this shit. Fucked me. <laughs> Fucked me up. I didn't know what happened. See, that's not that that that's not indicative of the pits I remember. Like you never, <laughs> you never, you never did that in a pit, dude. You yeah. never took cheat well, shots. I, I don't, I don't, well, I don't I, think he did that on purpose. No, it was I think he a, was just like cheering, oh, I got yeah. you. and I, I got think you. he just caught him. Just oh, well, right. that's yeah. different. You caught, yeah. you just caught a right hook. Well, I, caught, like, I caught like several right hooks, but <laughs> yeah. it was it was great. And I did it was like two more times. Yeah, he come running back, and I was like, "Holy shit, your eyes black." He goes, "No, uh." He took his sunglasses off, and his shit was fucked. Well, then he goes, well, I'm going to go do it a couple more times because I don't know if I'll ever get to do it again. All right. He goes, man, make sure you're getting this on phone. I was like, all right. So I'm recording it. But then as I'm watching him, I started getting distracted. You see my phone veer off, and there's a lady in a fucking wheelchair yep. crowd surfing. Yeah, fuck that. They it's picked like, her up go. with the fucking chair. I was like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. That's, that's what that, I love that, about That was nuts. That's and then what I love about metal. the dad was laying down, and they put his son on top of him, and the kid was standing on him surfing like a surfboard. Yes. Let's go. See, this is what I love about the metal community and the horror community. Dude, it's the big family. It's, it, it, it's it, and people don't yeah. people don't understand it. You know, they really don't understand it. Yeah. Um, they just they they judge from a distance. Like, yeah. All oh, these horror weirdos like to wear costumes and paint their face and make blood and do all this evil shit. And then the same with the metal the yeah. metal community. It's like. Oh, they worship Satan and all. Well, see, all I this mean, goofy shit. That's the problem, like with us. Our job, when you work in a mill, you work swing shift. It's so demanding. You even vacation time is just not enough to where you can plan to go do these things. Because I complain to him all the time. We need to travel more. I want to go to these conventions more because yeah. the only true convention that I've actually got to go and I really enjoyed was when we went to Chicago and we went to MHC. Yeah, I loved it. Now, don't get yeah. me wrong. We were. We were like committed the whole time to acting because we were trying to help land out and help, you know, sell some stuff. So we were in character the whole time. So we didn't really get to go and enjoy the city as much. Right. But like Transworld, I understand we don't have to dress up. You know, you can't. I forgot you can't there. But the fact is, I want to go because I know Mm. I can relax. I don't have to act. I can go and enjoy it. 
Like we thought about doing Whorehound, but at the same thing with Whorehound is I just I got so many different things back and forth. Like, yeah, you can dress up, but you can so whore, whore, so, so with these these um these horror conventions, uh, you know, they're a lot of them are just they're different. They're made different. They're wired different. Yeah. <clears throat> they're for different aspects of horror. Yeah. You know, with trans world and, and MHC is all haunt. Yeah, it's 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 haunt related, yeah. which is part of the horror family. It's, mm. it's like a horror cousin, you know. Yeah. Um horror hound is more celebrity driven yeah. and more vendor driven, you know. And uh cosplay is completely one hundred percent uh preferred. Yeah. You know, it's it's embellished. Mm. We want it. We want it. Now, do you think, uh, like, cosplay has an age limit? No. Okay. No, that's, Not in our world. That's, that's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> no. And that's, a lot of people need to hear that. Yeah, if you're under 13, don't dress up, because that means mom and dad can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, and honestly, though, but technically, if you want to go to the cosplay world and use the word cosplay, majority of the people you see are adults. Yeah. Yeah. Especially LARPing. Yeah, absolutely. I think, literally, I think legally LARPing, I think you have to be over the 21, because then get pretty wild yeah uh, you know cosplay is, is uh, this is just where we're at home what's 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 larping live action role play that's that nerd shit yeah it, where they do where they'll do dungeon and dragon but they're like literally acting they go in a big field or a park somewhere oh and they'll yeah. dress up and they act like they're fairies wizards and like all the they do all different shit. yeah but they do all different crazy shit but they actually literally yeah. there's a line there's an invisible line they put down that they put down once you cross it you are in character, and yeah. they take this shit to heart, dude. And, like, literally, yeah. dude walks up to the wand and fucking casts a spell, and your ass better be on the ground doing yeah. whatever he said unless, that curse was. Unless you got uh, the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and spit it. I know. I, I know out. where you're going with it. <laughs> fucking role model. <laughs> look, I, look for any, you, LARPers, any LARPers out there, I am not making fun of no. you. As far no, as I'm, I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm just all, saying in general. We're all part of the same yeah. family. You know, we have things that we love. Ours is horror movies. And well, horror he asked what it was. I'm just explaining. These motherfuckers are yeah. hard. Hardcore. They're serious about this. Oh yeah, dude. If they, if they, you know, just but the flesh wound, yeah, like those type of people, yeah. you know, and and they'll come up with their little fucking nerf sword, seriously, and blast fucking, that knee, and you, really you got to lift the knee up because yeah. you just lost it. No yeah. shit. But I'm like, you know, how how would how do you know that I would have lost it? Yeah. I mean, maybe you just maybe what? maybe it was well, a flesh. You know, when I was a kid and like we were playing like an imaginary guns, and they're like, boom! I'm like, guess what? I got armor on. Yeah. yeah. And then I didn't die. You die. Well, you got to get technical. Like Be an asshole to him. Say what? First off, okay, you hit me in my leg. What time era are we in? Are we in the 1800s? Are we in the 1900s? Are we in the 1700s? Because medical was different in each era. So what kind of blade did you yes. have, motherfucker? Yeah, because <laughs> technically, back in the 1700s or the 1600s, oh yeah, gang green. I'm dead. I'm fucked. Nowadays, uh, I got posies I, in my I, pocket. I can go to the doctor. I get this stitched. It's just a little bit of a laceration. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, you're the fucking nurse. Bring this shit. That's dude. what I'm saying. Bring this shit. I'm, I'll bring a different aspect Thank of LARPing you. where I'll be the, the, it, the nurse. Spit it. <laughs> I'll dress up as the, uh, the, the doc. Dude, some of the motherfuckers wear some kilts and nuts. When somebody are gets a leg cut off, I'll run, <laughs> I'll run out and be like, well, remember back in that era, they didn't know what a do 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 it was. So you're just oh, going to yeah, go. <laughs> Medic, <laughs> ringing the bell. Hey, look, that's I'm in. I'll, pl you I'll play. Like with a, them. You can be a plague doctor. I'll play with them. Oh, there That'd you go. You wear cool. that fucking beacon shit, man. 
Maybe that's maybe a little hot. The guy's laying down. You lean over and the beast right in his nose. You doing all right, Bob? (laughs) Maybe that's an episode. Did someone someone cast a spell on you? Maybe that's an episode of Dark Carousel Podcast where we, the three of us, I'll go with you guys. And we'll go. Yeah, we'll go LARP. I'm down. And we'll take a video camera and we'll shoot some video of us. You know, dude, they wouldn't know what the fucking (laughs) getting our our LARP on. Like, okay, these guys are just joking with us. No, we're being fucking serious. No, dude. Three jesters. So here to make everybody laugh. You know. So anyway, all right. Anyways, guys, um, here we go. Uh, on to the next subject. Um, <laughs> I'm fucking larping. Well, we're we're on a speed run now because we're getting up to our he hour. Was, he was trying so, so hard. <laughs> fuck that hour. Go. Uh, hey, look, go an hour and five. Yeah, fuck an hour and five. Now check this out. Okay, so when it comes to larping or you know, <laughs> crowd surfing, it's the big thing that scares a lot of people. Is yeah. fear. <laughs> now we're on to another one. I'm really interested. <laughs> You're trying so hard to make that transition yeah. work, ain't you? You know, when it comes to like LARPing and fear, you know, it's all scary. Yeah. It's scary it's all... shit. <laughs> what the fuck? You can be people, like, listen, we got off. coming out of their homes no more. Yeah, we, <laughs> you can fuck. just, Arthur, let me help you. You can just be like, listen, we got way the fuck off topic. Yeah. But now let's get back on topic. Yeah, let's let's get back on topic, guys. <laughs> fuck LARPing. We'll get, we'll, we'll actually, honestly, I'm really We're going to have an that, episode dude. of just LARPing. Dude, I am so down for LARPing. Honestly, okay, I got to get back on LARPing real quick. When I hear LARPing, it sounds like a sexual term. Yeah, well, we'll find out. <laughs> what? Like you're slurping something out somebody's ass? I mean, what? No, the- I, I hope not. That'd be a terrible LARPing experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, our next subject was fear. Okay. You know, <clears throat> does fear control your life? Or any of you guys' life? Um, <clears throat> um, no. I mean, look, I'm scared of... <laughs> LARPing. <laughs> I'm scared of spiders. Spiders? I'm, I'm scared of heights. Oh, God. He's going to so, go to the replacements on me. So, you like scared um, of bees and shit? <laughs> so if you're talking about spiders, then yeah, because I won't go somewhere okay, so where there's spiders. In, instead of um, like actual like objects. Oh. Like, what's a fear? Spiders. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, <laughs> what is something that is on the back of your mind that is just like one of those things like, fuck, man. Most people failing. Um, I mean, failure for me, most people will say failing or whatever, but <clears throat> I've failed many, 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 many times in my life. I failed my nursing exam twice. Um, oh but I'm shit. Not, I'm so not, fuck it. LARPers, he's not qualified doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but if you let, I mean, if you, if you let that control you, I guess you're defeated. Like for me, I just, I failed, you know, whatever, do you, do <laughs> you know, whatever. Do you, do you think fear is a liar? Do I think what? Fear is a liar. Fear is a liar? Yeah. That sounds like a Christian song. No, it doesn't. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, I think fear is a liar. No, just like seeking Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to bring him back. I don't know um, what you mean. No, like, do you think, like, when fear gets brought up into your life, a lot of people just, like, believe that fear is so incontrollable when it comes to doing a lot of stuff? And. When it interferes interferes with your life, you sometimes you can't control it. You know, it, it depends practice on, makes perfect. <clears throat> it depends on the fear. You know, I can't I can't speak for a lot of people because I've been blessed my life, and I don't. I've, I've been blessed to not have addictions and hangups and and things like that. So uh, now I've went through those things with family members and <clears throat> watched them struggle. And so my fear and and my brother's fear would be. Uh, two vastly different things, you know. 
do you fear for other people? I I don't know if I'd use the word fear. I I I have compassion for other people who deal with these types of things because I know that nobody wants to be in that situation mm-hmm. and people who dismiss that so quickly and say, well, they chose it. Um, <clears throat> maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I don't know, but that has nothing to do with my compassion right. for the situation. Right. You know, cause I believe as a society, that's something that we're missing. Like people have gotten so hard around the edges <laughs> with each other, you know, and, and, yeah. uh, I, I just, I believe that compassion and integrity can still really go along. Why the fuck does this get so goddamn serious? I don't know. The, the, this, uh, this is dark carousel. Dude. It, <laughs> it's a fucking ride. Yeah. It's a ball full of emotions. <laughs> a minute ago, we were talking about LARPing and now I'm feel like Dr. Fucking Phil over here. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyhow, where, where are you at on your All right. We're, all right. So fucking fear is honestly like my, my biggest fear is, you know, is just losing something that means the most to me, you know, like, like my children or like my best friends and stuff. And, you know, I hold a connection with all my friends and family, even if I just met them, you know, I always, like my biggest thing is that I, I think it's a problem, honestly, that I worry about people, uh, honestly about like their health. For instance, there's a, there's a guy at our job, he's our boss just for the past couple of weeks. He's, it just seems like, he's been going down, down his health. And it's like, I, I, I fear for him because it's like, I know that he has kids and I know he's doing this, this and that. And I know what type of person he is, but I also fear for his life because it's like well, last night, for instance, he was just, he was, he, he looked like shit and it's like, fuck man. And then I, I, I worry about that shit. And then like when my brother had that random heart attack and had to get an open heart surgery and get a triple bypass, <clears throat> that is like, the biggest fear of my life is just to uh, lose somebody like that. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're talking about that, I, I didn't know you were really talking about that aspect of it, but yeah, <clears throat> I mean, any, any parent, their, their biggest fear is losing their child. No. Yeah. And that goes without yeah. saying, but outside of that kind of stuff, like me personally, no, I don't, <clears throat> I don't really fear things. You know, I face things head on. And I, I lose or I don't lose. And if I do lose, I have to ask myself, is it worth the fight yep. to to win? If it is, then I keep fighting. If it's not, then I'd be like, eh, fuck it. I tried it. On to something else. Absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> you don't fail, you learn. Yeah, unless you fail. Unless you, unless you fucking <laughs> fail and just can't do it. <laughs> unless um, you decide that you just didn't want to do that to begin with. Like Speaking of know? fear, like, do you love nightmares? I don't. Do I loathe love or love love my, like like when it like for me when it I, comes to like my nightmares and shit I hate dreaming I love dreaming I I, hate I love my dreams. it ruins my fucking sleep but, but nine times out of ten my dreams are just nightmares but I since like I am like a fucking huge like horror fan of everything I look at it as like a horror movie in my head and like like one of my biggest <clears throat> nightmares that I've always remembered that I was in this barn it was super foggy outside and it was all all at night and stuff and there was this this big ass dude it kind of reminded me of jason in a way but he moved a lot faster and he made this god-awful fucking sound and uh in this barn there was this all these bodies everywhere you can smell the rotten flesh all the just everything was just there and he wasn't really focused on me 
but I was in his path, and I, it, <clears throat> I could not get away. Even though I tried so hard to get away from him, every time I tried to get away from that barn, I circled around, I'm always back at that barn. It was like a loop. Yeah. And it's a continuous loop, and it was fucking terrifying. I'm like, I don't know. And I think, I don't know, looping is fucking, that's scary shit. Like, um, walking down, there was this game that I played on the computer not too long ago. Well, it was around this, like, four or five years ago. But it was just this room that you walked in, and it was a continuous loop. But each time the loop ended, well, it didn't really end, but restarted, it something very small changed. And it, and it was just weird, and it was just, like, eerie as <laughs> shit. And the fact that it was just mm-hmm. continuously looping and looping and looping, and there was no end. There was never an end. It was just constant, ending, never ending, stop. And then when you and I walked through um, <laughs> fucking what the hell is it called? Big Mamas? No, fuck Big Mamas. <laughs> I'm talking about um, Phobia. Okay, so after the air blaster was blasting in our fucking face, um, we were walking down the exit, basically, and it was so compacted with fog, it felt like it was never going to stop. And I'm like, in my head, this is what hell is. It's just, I I didn't know where I was going. I saw a light, a really dim light, but it just, I didn't know where the fuck, it was was honestly terrifying for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really have nightmares too much. <clears throat> I mean, I had I had maybe two weeks ago. I, I told this on my podcast. I had a a really really vivid, crazy, hyper realistic dream that had me fucked up about my brother. <clears throat> I don't think I have time to tell it, but um, it had me it had me fucked up. Mm, one of those dreams on every level. Yeah, but you know, uh, long story short, <clears throat> the outcome of it was my brother was letting me know that he was okay. And coming from somebody that doesn't really believe in that kind of stuff, I just don't, I never really got into it. But you took it to heart. Uh, yeah, I woke up and I sat on the edge of my bed and I was just bawling because uh, I just mentally, I didn't know how to process it because the things in the dream were so realistic. And th- I, I ended up calling my mom and I was describing the environment that I was in and the clothes that he had on to a T because it was that hyper realistic. And, uh, <clears throat> Apparently I described an apartment that he lived in at one point in time that I'd never been over there. I didn't even know anything about it. I described an apartment to, to the T and I described every single thing that he had on when she found him dead. Um, so that kind of fucking jarred me a little bit. Now, when it comes to that, um, did you feel, I want to say like, like closure a little bit? Um, I, I, I did a little bit. It was weird because, you know, in the dream, he just, um, long story short, I just kind of looked up at him and I grabbed him by his arm and, and and I was expecting to go through him because in my mind, in my dream, I knew it was a dream. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but he was solid and because he was solid. Yeah. It's fucked up, dude. Because he was solid, something kicked in my head that, oh shit, this is real. So it was having that, this is not a dream. This is a communication situation <clears throat> and then he just he just looked at me and he didn't even really say much he was just like because we had this thing where i would i, I was calling him little bro and he called me big bro not a big deal uh but he was just like big bro it's cool i'm good and that's it and i just woke up mm, damn okay. so yeah it was uh, uh it was fucked up yeah that's mm. a that's a deep one that's a yeah, right Jesus i didn't Christ. ask for that shit no but that's but 
You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta turn the tune there, man. No, but no, that that's I mean that's Shoot. that's pretty cool for yeah. I mean to experience something like that because it's like mm. you miss somebody so dearly, and then even if it happened or didn't happen, it's like that initial disclosure. It's like yeah, it, and, you it know, feels it, great. And honestly, he wasn't even on my mind that day. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm just, I'm completely transparent when it comes to things. I'm not no. biased towards anything. I just, I didn't think about him that day. It wasn't even on my mind. So it's not like I had that kind of day where I was like pondering and all that other shit, listening to sad music and all that shit. No, it was just a regular day. And I had this dream and uh, I've never had a dream like that. That was that hyper-realistic that actually kind of had me fucked up. That one did. See, that's, that's, that's awesome. I mean, honestly, as bad as it sounds, I'm kind of glad you went through that. Yes, yeah. as, as terrible as was, that sounds. Yeah, I mean, it's a different experience. But anyways, guys, um, that is episode four um, of Dark Carousel Podcast. It is um, April 6th, guys, 2022. Holy shit, the fucking year is almost halfway there. Um, May 19th before it's out. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, guys, don't forget that Dark Carousel Podcast is on Facebook. Go check us out. We are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And guys, don't forget to check out our buddy Scott and his show too. Yeah, Great American Creep Show. And go check out his tumblers, Great American yeah. Creep Show tumblers. And don't forget, guys, stay classy, stay spooky, and <laughs> we love scary stuff. All right, guys. Well, we are out again. Somebody's not hitting the play button there or something because, yeah. Peace. Peace out, guys. Okay. There it goes. There it goes. All right. See you guys. Dark Hair Cell Podcast. We out of here. All right, guys. We will see you.